0: because listen here's the thing if somebody got to tell you to follow your dreams then that might not be your dream follow your dreams doesn't mean you're gonna win you don't know where it's gonna lead you the whole point of following your dreams is because you can't do otherwise like like you 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 like I have I had a visceral reaction like if 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 something happened where I couldn't do stand-up anymore I don't know if I could go back to corporate America I would just jump off a bridge. Welcome back, BS with Brian Simpson. Um I think this is episode 83. Yes, sir. Clogging along. Uh don't forget if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you want advice from the Advice Champ, you email me at bs with Brian Simpson at gmail.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 323-451-1980. Uh, I am out on the road. The next two cities I'll be in are Tampa, Florida, and Winnipeg. Canada, Uh, I'll be in Tampa this weekend um, at SideSplitters, you know, if you want to get tickets to that, go to BrianSimpsonComedy.com or go to SideSplitters.com, wait a minute, it's not SideSplitters.com, it's, uh, um, I know this because I just posted a fantastic, it's SideSplittersComedy.com, there we go. Or go to any of my social medias and click on the link tree. And also don't forget, each and every Tuesday evening at the Comedy Mothership in Austin, Texas, I host Bottom of the Barrel and Improvised Stand Up Comedy Show where all the ideas come from the crowd and all the riffs come from the comics. And we, you know, it's hard to get tickets, but those late the late night shows you can squeeze some tickets. But the first joys be selling out. So anyway, get on top of that if that's what you want to do. Um, and and that's where we are. Okay, Rob, the elephant in the room this evening is World War Three, right? Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna happen. You know. You sound so disappointed. I mean, I think we're I mean, we we're, we're finally at the point where I think war doesn't benefit everyone like it used to. So who knows? Who knows, man? Um, the situation in Israel kicked off the uh Israel-Palestine conflict. And you know, it's so it's always so weird for me to speak on it publicly because I always feel like I don't know enough. You know, like um um you know, because I I I be seeing the people obviously all almost every Jewish person I know is like you know go israel you know what i mean and then in their comment section is always somebody that's like free palestine murderers you know it is like it's, it's that back and forth shit you murder innocent women and children and you know that kind of thing you know but the, so the only thing i can take from it that i know for sure, for sure for sure for sure for sure is that it's innocent women and children dying on both sides just just for me not watching the news but just me watching people speaking about it on twitter and instagram and all right innocent women and children so the only the only real takeaway i can get from it is that uh no one cares if men die they just men are just expected (laughs) to die you know what i mean because that's all that that nobody was like hey hey, women and children that's all they're saying you know um, but that's that's what that's what it is, man. I think the leaders of both of these countries are trash people. This Netanyahu and uh I don't know who's the leader of Hamas. It's like they all seem to be willing to do evil shit. You know? And and they're they, they willing to let the uh you know, civilians that want peaceful lives, they willing to just let them suffer. You know? Ismael Haniya. Yeah Is the leader of the Yeah so I don't know if there's I don't know what the solution is I don't understand Why you would want to be Why you want to be Fucking with Israel I mean they are not gonna play You knew what the Like they knew what the response Was gonna be You know what I'm saying Yeah 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 Cause low key I think Netanyahu Want all them dead I think he was looking for An excuse like Let's just wipe all these Motherfuckers out Cause that's what it seemed like You know what I mean they like they they like carpet bombing the whole city. So it's like, why would you even poke that bear? I don't understand. And here's my other thing, too. I keep hearing that Palestine is under blockade, you know? So can't nobody, can't nothing get in or out that city, including people, right? Right. So where the fuck they keep getting missiles from? How they keep getting missiles and bullets? Well, there's a reason
1: why their missiles are not as advanced as israels because they're not
0: they're not getting uh it's very no, difficult I get to it. smuggle no, I get in. Yeah. they're getting hand-me-down missiles but where the fuck <laughs> yeah, they yeah. coming from like how are they getting in they get smuggled in you can't put a, you can't put a missile in your butthole you know <laughs> um and then and i think then, at one
1: point they were sneaking them in through underground tunnels right wasn't that at uh, one point they, yeah, they had dug I know, tunnels I have no
0: I, I have no idea because i i don't know anything yeah, I don't I don't know anything uh about it. And that's the that's the problem It's like every time I ask anyone that does know about it, they always have uh like they're always very passionately biased. You know what I mean? Sure. So I don't know I don't I, there's no objective place to learn about this. <laughs> so and and I, and I I haven't been keeping up with it, you know what I mean? It's like me asking somebody, it's like asking somebody about a sport that you never watch, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. but you, but it's like you ask somebody, well, so why did, you know, so why the Raiders hate the 49ers? But then, you, but you can only ask a Raiders fan or a 49ers fan. You don't, you can't ask just a jerk, you know?
1: Mm hmm. Um,
0: but i don't uh, I don't believe this this is the kickoff of world World War three because like because Hamas don't stand a chance, you know what I mean? It's like, and here's another thing too. One thing that's not disputed is that uh, is it is it Iran or Saudi Arabia that's funding the Hamas? both. So why so why we ain't talking about them? We ain't we still giving these motherfuckers money and cutting deals with them and uh yeah but Saudi Arabia's got the oil, baby. So so what is it like Israel don't have everybody blessing to attack Iran? Correct. But they know that's 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 the source of it. Yeah, but I mean I think because Israel- Ham- Hamas Hamas has, has admitted that they were funded by them, right? And we know through intelligence that they funded by them, yeah, we know that, so why we ain't going at them?
1: my understanding, and i don't I'm not a fucking expert on this, so I'm talking at my fucking asshole, but the reason why Israel has not just completely gone balls to the wall against Palestine is because that could trigger a nuclear an actual nuclear World War three, and it's not in. The UK or the US or Canada's best interests, because those are the ones that fund Israel. For that to pop off, we don't we don't benefit from that, so we don't want. So we prefer for Israel to do the slow boil on Palestine, which is basically operate an apartheid state. Uh, you know the world's largest open air prison, and uh, after a few generations, they'll. The genocide will do itself, will do its own work. So that's why that- Hamas is it's picking a fight. Now I mean they're not picking a fight, but that's why they are attacking Israel uh, so explicitly over the weekend because they have really no other options. You're not really in a in a very good position if you're Hamas. Hmm. You got two so- two million people in Gaza, half of them are under 18. You have no medicine, no food, no technology. They cut off the power. They cut off the water. They say get out before we bomb everything.
0: But you can't actually leave. So what are you gonna fucking do? Oh yeah, so that's the other thing. What's the what is the purpose of not being able to leave? I understand stopping shit from coming in, but what's the purpose of not letting nobody leave? Um, it's nobody in, nobody out.
1: You know, uh, I think that the idea is to kettle them in the uh, in Gaza. And um, starve them out. They're, they've said today that they're going to initiate a full siege on Gaza. So you know they're just they're just accelerating. So the that means table. killing everyone.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can get behind that. <laughs> I'm not behind. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't support that. That's crazy. That's crazy. This is like the world's
1: biggest both the asshole Reddit thread. You know, like there's not really any. I don't really see any good guys in the Israel-Palestine conflict. Yeah, the only innocent people are the ones that's dying. Yeah, and and the, and the thing is, like, there are pro-Palestine Israelis. Like, like Netanyahu is not a popular politician in his own country, and it's not like the Israeli citizens are unified
0: behind this plan to, yeah, to destroy bro, Palestine. Net- Netanyahu seem evil to me. I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be shocked if he is fucking behind like if he like paying Hamas leaders and shit or paying people to because he won't because as long as Israelis believe that he's the one that's gonna keep them safe, then he'll stay in power, you know?
1: Yeah. And also If Hamas fires rockets at a fucking rave, which is what they did, Hamas fired a bunch of rockets into a rave and dropped some bombs on a rave. Oh, it
0: was literally
1: a rave. It was literally a rave. It was a music festival. It was a nighttime music festival. Everybody's fucked up on drugs and then just bombs start dropping, which is crazy.
0: See, I kept seeing rave, but I just thought rave meant something different over there.
1: No, it's like an it was like an outdoor music festival with fucking DJs and people rolling on Molly and shit.
0: Wow. Which that's a bad fucking trip. Or that's the best way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know people that are like, yo, sex on Molly's the best. Have you ever died on Molly? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, yeah. So I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what. So it seems like it seems like the people of Palestine are, are like double trapped because they double they're blockaded by is Isra- by the state of Israel and then Hamas has the whole con- country in a chokehold. Yeah. Right? Didn't they? Because Hamas, I do remember vaguely that they won in the election there. Yeah, I think it was in 2014 2015, See, something like that. and 2015. And that's what I'm saying. See, I think Ham- Hamas is Hamas wins the election in Palestine because they've convinced people that they're the only ones going to keep them safe. And Netanyahu keeps winning in Israel because they're convinced that he's the only one that's going to keep them safe, even though neither population actually believes in what these motherfuckers want to do.
1: Right. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, again, like, this is outside, this is above my pay grade, but. I believe the PLO, which is the more moderate political party within Palestine, um, they did try to come to the table with some alternate resolutions to the conflict. And Netanyahu's party was like, nah, fuck that. We're not Mm. interested. And that and, and, and that and that made that made the PLO seem very ineffectual. Which of course, then the people that are in Palestine are like, well, look, the PLO can't fucking do anything, so we might as well throw a lot in with fucking Hamas. So this this is not going to end without a lot more people dying. Fuck no. And it's been going on since I mean twenty years before I was even born. So f- fifty well fifty five years if you ca- if you count it from sixty seven, but you could also put it go back to forty seven. You know. So. Seventy five years. That's that's
0: seventy five years. Yeah. See the wild shit about that is, and this is what this is what stuff like this becomes even more dangerous is because the people that started the shit dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and so it's like it's like the Hatfields and the McCoys. It's like I bet you that that shit started over like a dinner party going wrong, and now they fucking just hate, <laughs> now they hate each other for generations. You know what's funny, too, is uh, I haven't seen any—I uh, don't think I've ever met a Hatfield. I've seen plenty of McCoys. <laughs> now we know who won. Yeah. Um, just like I never met no Palestinians, you know. I've I met a lot of Israelis. Man, you know what's so funny, too? If they, if they made peace, they, they would make the hottest babies in the world. They fucking are sexy over there I don't know what it is What's in the water Or maybe it's the constant Ready for war But You know Diversity is the key Um, Yeah so I don't even Cause you know And obviously We're not gonna solve The conflict on this podcast You know um, I don't have the right Hallucinogenics for that <laughs> You know Cause what is What is a What is a resolution what is a reasonable resolution? I'm sure that better diplomats than I have tried to, to fix it. Did, actually, didn't Trump try to fix it? Didn't he say? I'm gonna, no, it was Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, Oh. was wow, supposed to fix yeah. it. Send your son. Send your dumb son to... Yeah, that's, that's what we need to, to end world conflict is nepotism. Nepo babies negotiating between Israel and Palestine. That is... The number one move right there. You know, some of the best diplomats that ever lived have tried and failed. I'm going to send my boy, (laughs) who's barely running my company. I'm going to send my boy. I mean, I guess
1: back in like pretty much, if you go back further than a couple of hundred years, they were all Nepo babies that were negotiating peace treaties. Because
0: it was all princes and... Kings and queens and shit. It's like the world, the world, this world we live in was just built by Nepo
1: babies.
0: (laughs) It's unbelievable. Nepo babies in generals.
1: Speaking of, I have a a recommendation have a podcast recommendation for you that I think you'll fucking love. It's called the fall of civilizations. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. We don't
0: don't, don't plug other pods on here.
1: I'm plugging it. I'm plugging that one. Fall Why? of civilizations because it's fucking great, dude. The it's fall all about of civilizations. Like, fall of civilizations. The one I'm listening to right now is about the fall of Carthage, and it's fucking awesome. They go through the entire like rise and fall of the entire civilization, all mm. of its like origin myths and shit. It's great. Yeah,
0: but I could skip all that because I know how Carthage fell. The best parts at the end. Yeah, actually, you know what's so funny? They failed because of these Nepo babies. Because while Hannibal was at the gates. Of Rome, they decided to betray that man. They didn't want to send him no more resources. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their officials got paid off or intimidated or whatever, and they didn't send him no more resources. And so, you know, so he lost right there, and then Rome was like, now we're going to wipe y'all off the face of the earth. You know? And they fucking destroyed that whole city, destroyed the whole culture, burned every book, knocked down every monument, so we know very very little about Carthage because they were because the politicians were fucking pussies. Hannibal was whooping Rome's ass every step of the way. Every battle, back to back to back to back whooping that ass. And right at the end, that's when they folded. Um that's all I know about the fall of Carthage. Maybe I maybe there's more to learn, but there's some cool military shit with it because they were, they went fucking hard. Rome did. Wow. Scipio, but don't, but don't don't plug other pods. Okay, they, they ain't had me on a on as a guest on nothing. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, do they have guests? No, it's just like some historian who oh. with a with a good British accent. Oh, is it oh, Well, I guess I could, I guess I could get excited about that. That's like a, that's like da, if Dan Carlin would put something out, you know. Yeah, once a year or something. Yeah, and they went again. And I again. love listening to Dan Carlin, but you only get an episode like you get only get an episode in the even years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but man, he'll give you a goddamn eighteen hour. Um,
1: yeah, the Wrath of Cons, um, That whole series about the gang about Genghis
0: Khan that that was fucking amazing. Huge thank you to Sheath for sponsoring today's episode. Sheath underwear is unlike anything you've ever worn before. The underwear has two pouches, one for your dick and one for your balls. It keeps things separated down there, so your crown jewels get some airflow. You'll feel more comfortable, and you won't be a sweaty mess, and it makes your package look great, which is a nice bonus. I personally use Sheath. Almost all my underwear are Sheath. Um, I met the people that started it. I met the people that run it. Um, I support the company. as veteran owned, and it does what it says. I keep my balls in a little pouch. Now I keep trying to get them to make the dick hole bigger. I told you, um, and they, you know, they want me to send in a plaster mold or three D scan. You know, I don't know what they're waiting on, um, but I- I'll do it. <clears throat> um, check out their limited edition V Raptor boxer brief, designed in collaboration with Cowboy Cerrone, head in the fall with underwear that prevents chafing. Is wildly comfortable and made to last. Go to SheathUnderwear.com and use code BS to get 20% off your first order. Plus, Sheath Underwear's 100% money-back guarantee that SheathUnderwear.com, promo code BS, get Sheath Underwear, support the show, support your balls. Actually, we have have a a couple emails, right? Yeah. Let's do that. Bastards. Email from Pavel. Hi, Brian. Hi, Rob. Great show. But let's dive to the point. I like that. Disclosure. English is my second language. In episode 82, at 2145, Rob posed a question. Is it wrong to raise someone else's child if no one knows about it? Mother excluded. Both of you dove into interesting but peripheral, in my opinion, aspects of it. Um, I mean, peripheral is a big one to break out for English being your second language. Um, <laughs> the obvious one is someone else's child means infidelity. To be exact, infidelity that equals a amount of children like that. I believe the technical term is bastards. Multiplied by the ratio between the amount of cream pie shots and amount of pregnancies. This ratio is rarely one. So the question boils down to, is it okay to cheat persistently? Well, the answer is only if this is an open relationship. Otherwise, this is the ground to abort the relationship. Take care. Get prosperous. At the very least, rich. Pablo, um, I don't know. I think we addressed all of these things. I mean, because I, I, the real question is, is it wrong to allow someone else to raise someone else's child without them knowing that it's not their child? Um, and of course it is. You know, even though I could I un, I understand some people have made that, you know, made that a calculated decision, you know, based on the fact of what was best for their child or what was best for them. You know, it's like, I mean, now, why are you fucking the trash dude and the good guy at the same time, you know, and then putting the kid on the good guy? I don't know why you would do that. But I mean, I do know why you would do that. Yeah, but still I, I know tough. why you would do that. <laughs> you know, but yeah, no one, no one's missing the point. Yeah, it, the, yeah, you've definitely cheated if you have it if if you don't know who who the father of the baby is, you know. And I've watched, you know, because one of the most entertaining things is like um, paternity court and Maury and all that, and it out. And you know, and I've watched, I've watched people swear up and down that the baby is, is this man's, and then it ain't. You know, so. Yeah, I bet you a lot more because we, we we got a lot of type of responses like that about oh it would harm this and harm that. It's like no fuck out of here. Listen, stop letting multiple people come in you so you so you know who your baby is. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like I ain't trying to hear all that. It's like it's wrong every single way, every single time. You know? I mean, how could it? You know? I mean, no, because someone someone did suggest okay, what if someone's in a like. Abusive relationship that they can't get out of. I don't know, but that don't that don't make sense to me because like you got time to fuck somebody else. So that means you got time to escape. What you mean? So then you're gonna have what, have a baby and then have it raised by the abusive person? That don't make sense either. So, you know, I don't know. Next question. Hey Brian, my name is Crazy. Okay, or Crazy. Um, And I wanted to say I appreciate everything you do and that I'm a big fan of the podcast. I'm reaching out because I'm 23 and go to school part-time and work full-time. I want to have a girlfriend and I have no problem approaching women because I'm very extroverted. I'm confident and understand what exactly I want in a woman. The problem is I'm tired of women ghosting me and never responding to my texts. I'm a very focused man, and I handle my business. I'm tired of wasting my time with women. I don't want to completely go my own way and never date a woman ever again because what I desire most in life is a wife. I will never get a wife if I do not meet and date women. Trying to get a wife without meeting or dating women is like trying to catch a fish in the desert. You have to show your faith by your works. My question for you, Brian, is what should I do? Should I quit dating and just focus on my life and hope to pump into the right one? Should I continue to date? Much love from Dallas and take care. Um, well, listen. You're 23, so you know. Without going on more information here, um, you know, y- your generation with the ghosting and all of that is, man, that's be- that's beyond me. Um, I mean, but you just you're you're definitely ain't at an age where you should be considering giving up on women. That's crazy. First of all, it's also impossible. Um, but yeah, you should always just be focused on improving your life, because you know, because there's nothing a woman loves more than a man that got shit going on. You know, you I don't know what you mean by give up on dating. You mean like give up on the apps? I don't know. But this is very this is I, this is very pre incel talk. You, you're talking here.
1: I think that's what he means uh, by go my own way. Isn't yeah, go that my men, own way. Men, that, um, men going their own way. Nicktown. Yeah,
0: here's, but here's the other thing too. Listen, so if you if you were my generation and asking me this question, because because the girls in your generation are the wild card to me. I know women at that age don't ever know what they want for real. Um, men men also, but like from your perspective, it's like women don't know what they want, and you know, so and and 23 is the peak is the peak of their powers and the peak of their options. You know, and so every girl ain't gonna be your wife or whatever the fuck. But if every girl is ghosting you, then you have to look at yourself. Like, what do you? What is it about you? Do you have poor hygiene? Do you have shitty conversation? Do you have shitty views? Are you trying to date at a liberal college and you talking conservative shit, or, or vice versa? Like, there's a there there may be a reason. You know, so I guess the the best thing you can do is talk to the people in your life, like your real friends, your real family. Maybe you have a sister or auntie or something and ask what's, what what is is off-putting about you. Maybe you got halitosis and you don't know. You know, maybe you, you know, because I'm, I'm curious, you know, if I could have you on the phone, I would ask like, did you fuck these women or did you just go on the first date and they left early and never called you back? You know, because if that's the case, I think it's something about you that's off-putting. You know what I mean that and, and maybe you don't maybe you don't have people around you to be honest about it, but maybe you fucking again, you know maybe you're not dressed well, maybe you're not I mean because if you if you have the confidence to approach women, you know but maybe you overconfident maybe you maybe you're out of shape maybe you like I said don't dress well, maybe you don't smell good, maybe you don't look nice you know who who knows what it is I mean maybe one of these women would be honest with you uh, at some point. But probably not. But maybe somebody in your life would, you know. Or you're all these things. You're fine. You're young. You're handsome. You smell good. You look good. And you're just dating at 23. And that's just what it is, um, you know. But I, I can't tell from just this little bit of information. But I find in these sorts of situations, it's best to look within. Like, what are you doing wrong that's turning women away? Because I'll tell you this. Some of the most trash dudes I know can get women. You know, some of the most trash dudes I know could get a text back from somebody. It's a numbers game. You know, if you take ten women out on dates, two or three of them gonna be filling you. So if you saying no, you know, and I, I don't know how many days you've been on, but let's just say for the sake, I mean, you went on ten dates since you went since you've been to college, and, and none of all of them have ghosted you. Then that's a you thing. You know what I mean? Um, you know, maybe change your standards. Maybe find with a cougar bar. At, fuck a old bitch. I don't know.
1: I was just going to say um he's 23 and he's talking about getting he says because what I desire most in life is a wife. And it's like, well if you're 23 and you're dating women what, 21 to 25 or whatever. A lot of women don't want to get wifed up at 22, 23, 24.
0: No, you that's know? when they're still their hottest. Right. <laughs> women don't want to get wifed up till they get their first wrinkle. Also just be patient. Like you're still 23.
1: You have plenty of time to like get your career in order, get a wife,
0: start a family, all that shit. Really think about what you want, too, bro, because you're saying what you want more in life is a wife. But that's that seems that sounds very possessive cuz you didn't name any other qualifications. You didn't say a woman that makes me feel good or treats me well or takes care of me or anything like that. You just it's like you just want to have a wife like don't you want to have a wife that that is compatible with you. You know what I mean? You want to have a partner that is you know not cuz you know t- there's way too many people that are married to the wrong people just because they don't want to be alone. You know, they just want to have a wife. They just want to have a husband. They just want to have a wedding. And then and they realize that it ain't really what they want because they just they just they looked at it as like an object, like like, because if if you're talking about having a wife, the way you're talking about having a car, you know, because because it, it's no different. If you say, "Hey man, I just want to," if you, I just want a car. The next question anyone would ask you is, "Okay, well, what kind of car? SUV, sedan, uh, you know, two door, four door, you, you know, what what uh, what make, what model, what year, you know, any specific horsepower requirements. It's like, but then you say, "Oh, you want a wife? You ain't got no specifics." That's you know, maybe maybe it's a perspective issue. You know, yeah. Do some mushrooms and reflect, my nigga. That's that's really that's really all you can do when you di- when you when you, you know when you dig deep and be honest with yourself. A lot, a lot shall be revealed to you, man. I'm glad I'm glad incel wasn't a thing when I was coming up because I would have done that shit for sure. I, I think it would it would have been very tempting, you know. Like, I don't know, I know, because I don't know, man, because I just feel like, you know what, my, my generation, the response was never to hate women strongly. There was just always a a, a baseline rivalry slash disdain for women, but it, but it was never enough to like, well, oh, we're going to start a clip, because everybody still wanted to get laid. This whole idea of like, okay, but I'm just swearing off pussy because you can't get none, that's that's wild. That's like that's like <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's like, well, I'm not. I'm gonna stop looking for a job since I can't get a job. Uh, don't you need? I don't know. That's not a good analogy. Analogies on e this morning, everyone. Um, next email. Have you, have you heard
1: about the incels, um, who talk about going trans in order to like find in order to get laid uh no trans trans it's called transmaxing
0: transmaxing
1: yeah now i to be here's to be fair i don't think anybody's actually doing this i think this is something that incels talk about
0: on the internet yeah but eventually when, someone's gonna do it yeah yeah so it's like um yeah that's um, ridiculous
1: um cause it, I mean, it's built off of this misapprehension that like women find it so much easier to get laid, so therefore, look, if you're a guy who's having trouble getting laid, just become
0: a woman and then you can get laid you You know what's so weird too is there's a whole community out there, you know the the red pill community, while not a hundred percent healthy ideas. It's way better than being an incel. And, you know, they're always telling people, I mean, basically what I just said, like, hey, take care of yourself, work out, eat right. You know, do all the things that make you attractive. You know, make money. That's a whole, that's another thing. Because if you're not that attractive, you got to have resources. So, you know, it, you, I think a lot of times those two communities are like lumped in together when they're really opposites. You know, so it's like, uh, somebody's dropping a the ball. There's money to be made, like, charging these. You know, this is why Andrew Tate made so much money. You
1: know? Yeah, I think people are making money off of it. Yeah, the yeah, The red pill yeah. and the black pill. Yeah, so, oh, is the, is the incel community the black pill? I think that's the black <clears> pill. <throat> I could be wrong. I mean, somebody will tell me in the comments if
0: I'm wrong, but I think that's, I think black See, pills. See, and, that, and that's that's funny to me because I feel like the red, the, the incel community is more like, trying to get a baby to take medicine and they keep turning their head (laughs) they're not really taking a pill
1: i mean i think it comes from the notion that it's just it's just complete existential surrender
0: when you when you when you Mm. decide that you're don't do that what a pussy move don't do that don't surrender dude um, okay, next uh, next email. Okay, you seen Canada's parliament giving a standing ovation to a former SS member who was in the same unit that was known for one of the worst civilian-centered war crimes during World War II. Anywho, <laughs> I, you, know, you, you never see anybody break out the old anywho. A um, lot of discourse about this. Very toxic overall, but one angle I am not seeing explored enough is how it is clear... A clear indication that this sort of ideology hasn't exactly left this quadrant of the planet. The right is saying, oh, look, the left is harboring Nazis, but conveniently only Nazis live in the Ukraine and Canada. Surely not America, while the left has been calling everybody and their mama a Nazi and now are minimizing a standing ovation for a former SS member in 2023. I mean, what an odd fucking time. It makes me think about... Operation Paperclip and how our government manufacturers in various industries poached Nazis for their talent after World War II for strictly technological purposes. Surely the ideologies of the guy who was the chief missile designer for the Nazis and subsequently led NASA, Werner von Braun, couldn't have seeped into those governmental bodies, those industrial bodies, etc. Again, what an odd fucking time. Well, I don't know, man, because we, we support Israel um uh, um undoubtedly it was I feel like if if former nazis were in the government they would be doing the opposite so i mean it is a nice conspiracy but i don't know you know i don't know anything i mean i know what operation paperclip is but i don't know how much a, you know i don't know how much of the rest of the information about it is true or if it's just conspiracy you know cuz conspiracy people always you know being loose with the facts and lo- the assumptions and shit so um, but, no, I did not see this because Americans don't pay attention to Canadian news, okay? Unless oh, you didn't hear them. about this? No. Why would I hear about this? Uh, because people were making a lot of hay about it on, on the internet. Mm, yeah, but you you know I'm not in those circles, Rob. I told you. I don't be I don't be in the have-you-heard-political shit, you know? I te- and especially not from another country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know who the fucking mayor of London is or whatever the fuck. It's like, I don't care. I know I'm not, because I'm not gonna live like I, you know, I, I left that shit behind in college. I'm like, and I'm and I'm living way less stress free, blood pressure down, all that. Yeah, it doesn't affect you. Mm 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 mm. Which is, I know, very selfish and cynical on, on on the surface. Um, okay, one more from Julio making money. Uh, by the way, everybody, um. I do have the new Odyssey, the 57-inch Odyssey Neo G9. It is amazing. And the only reason I haven't reviewed it yet is because um, I'm not going to have a video up until next episode. This is the last audio-only episode, if I can help it. Um, so I wanted to be able to like have... Pictures of it pop up or something like that. So, uh, but it is amazing if you were wondering. It, and it's uh, is it overpriced? Yes, yes, it is. It is not worth twenty five hundred dollars. Um, I mean, nothing is. No, there is no computer monitor worth twenty five hundred dollars. But yeah, and you and you know, knowing Samsung, in two months it's gonna it's gonna go from twenty five hundred to two thousand, which is still too much. And then in a year, it's gonna be fifteen hundred dollars. You know. Um, by then, I highly advise you buy one because it is amazing. Okay, I got some joining it now. It is amazing. And keep in mind, I've had the Neo G9 49 inch super ultra wide OLED. And I told you before, it was it didn't have enough vertical real estate. This, huh? Half 8K, 57 inches. Perfect. Perfect. Every time I walk to my desk and I look at that motherfucker, I go, God damn, this behemoth. It's it's right and and when you're you I mean from from afar you're looking go well that's a big ass monitor but when you're using it it is just on the right side of too much like if it was if it was any bigger it would be too much but it's right at the very edge of it where it need to be. Uh, so far, I haven't had any issues other than. Um, the middle of it heating up really hot if the brightness is too high, so, which you don't really need it to be turned up that high. I mean, I have the I have to turn it down like um, from 10 to 8 or whatever the maximum is. I had to turn it down because it was just heating up. I don't think the HDR is all that great because, you know, Windows sucks with HDR, so I don't even use that. But. All the problems with the scan lines and i did actually I did have a problem with scan lines at first but that's because i had i didn't have uh i didn't have the right uh display port cable to, because it's display port two point one um so you if you want to push that maximum two hundred and forty hertz uh you need that display port two point one now I found that it's better to just keep it at one hundred and twenty hertz because I do have the 7900 XTX, which is the only video card that can push these, this amount of pixels uh, at 240 hertz. Uh, it's a it's a bandwidth issue. It's a physical limit. If you don't have DisplayPort 2.1, um, but the problem is, uh, the problem is no game like to push it and and keep above 60 frames per second, it's impossible. So, I, I'm going to, that's what I want to do today. I'm going to turn it back down to 120 because I don't, I can't see the difference between 120 and 240. I don't think most people can. Um, I mean, it's it's all, it seemed buttery smooth either way to me. I think 120 is the sweet spot anyway. Um, so, yeah, but this is a future proof, awesome monitor. Now, again, who knows what Samsung, that motherfucker might split in half or fall apart in a week. Some people have actually said that like their monitor broke the day they got it or, well, you know, within a month of that, like they got a review unit and it broke in a month, you know, and shit like that. But mine's been fucking going steady and perfect. And it's everything that I want in a computer monitor. And, you know, actually that's not true at $2,500. The motherfucker should have a remote, you know, it doesn't have a remote, which is crazy because every top end monitor comes with a remote now, even some of the ones Samsung sells. So it's wild that they don't have one in uh in 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 this one um that i think that's i think that's kind of my only real pet peeve um also there's no monitor arms currently that can that can handle the weight of it well it's not really the weight because if you look up you know the various monitor arms for big ass screens it's under the maximum weight, but I think it's something about the how wide it is, like the way the weight's being distributed, or how much weight is actually in the center. That uh, they they wait, Ergotron to come out with a specific one for this one. So, uh, so it is taking up my entire desk. The stand between the stand and the width of the shit. Nothing else is on my can be on my desk really, except my keyboard. So, um, but look, if you got the bread. And you looking to upgrade, this is this is it. This the one right there. Okay. Um uh next email. Uh hi Brian. Your podcast is in the rotation of weekly podcasts. Listen, listen to while working out doing errands, or in the car. I discovered you while listening to Rogan. He talks about you quite often as one of the best comedians, and I agree. As do I, sir. The reason I'm writing to you while listening to episode 81 is about career choices and making more money. I hear all the time while listening to podcasts about people being miserable and feeling unfulfilled at work, but making more money as opposed to working or doing something they love. I also hear influencers, billionaires, podcasters, artists, comedians, and other famous people that getting a degree... It's a waste of time and money, and people should not pursue a degree and instead do what they love and pursue their dreams. I think this is idiotic and bad advice. I agree. If I were to take the advice of doing what I love instead of getting a degree and working my way up corporate America, I would be playing golf, playing video games, watching sports, and traveling around the world. I have zero talent, and I believe most people do, and the few that do, do have talent, may not be able to monetize their supposed talent. Well, okay, Getting a degree doesn't mean, doesn't mean it is the only route to success. Well, you need to at least take an English class so you can stop, um, but it is an insurance policy. Also, if you want to be an entrepreneur or you have business acumen, you can work in corporate America and use that high-paying job to finance your dream job. It makes me mad when all these successful people have this narrative, most people have, need a degree or need to learn a skill. We just hear the success stories of people who drop out of college or barely had a high school education and are doing great. The reality is college degrees significantly improve people's earning potential versus people who only have a high school education. Best regards, Julio. Well, I agree with the sentiment of this. Um, I, I wouldn't say don't get a degree, follow your dreams. I would say it's, 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 it's different for everybody. The, the I think, and, and there's people telling you, Not to go to college for various reasons. Now, I will admit, most of those people were born with money, and the truth too is, people with money or people that that are successful, I think, are the worst people to ask what the secret of their success is because they'll all say, you know, they don't know. They're not anthropologists. You know, and so they'll either attribute it to something they like about themselves or something they hate about themselves that they want to pass for. You know, people think part of Michael Jordan's success was being a fucking dickhead to every to his teammates. You know, or, or you ask, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos about his success, and he'll go, "Well, I." I get up at 4 a.m. and I drink a coffee. And I, you know, it's like, you know, and no one has really studied these motherfuckers, or maybe they have. I think those would be the people to listen to. There's a book called Outliers. Um, But, yeah, you shouldn't tell people. I mean, you know, some people do need to go to school. Some people don't have a talent. You know, there's no universal rule that applies to everyone. But also the price of education is so fucking high that a lot of times you know, you by the time you get your degree and get out, you're in so much debt that you're making the same amount of money as if you went to a trade school. And that's another thing. A lot of people don't go to trades anymore, even though those are the only people I know that have steady industries and steady, steadily make good money, you know? Because I know people with Silicon Valley jobs that are struggling. And everybody I know that's, that's a plumber or electrician or any of that shit and they in a union, they making good ass money, you know? They making good ass money. Carpentry, all that shit. They making good money. Plumbers, you know. Like if you if you if you got a trade and you in that union, that's the best way to go. But the, it, but you know, I think you have to ask yourself, will you be happy? Because that because that's why a lot of people say that is because I've I've had good corporate jobs, you know, and I was miserable. I was making steady money, but it was killing my soul. You know, and so, you know, I think you have to really, you know, you have to really do some soul searching if that's what you really want now. And a lot here is the other thing too: a lot of people don't know what their talent is; they don't know what their dream is. You know, they think they do. You know, some people had had a dream of being a comedian. You know, and then they fucking try it, and they go, "Oh, I don't have the talent to do this." <laughs> you know, so because I think most of the successful artists I know didn't go like. Oh, I've just always wanted to be this. They, you know, they came across it, realized they were good at it, and then realized that they could make money off it. I mean, let me just talk about me. I, I didn't always want to be a comedian, you know, but. You know, I stumbled on it, and I was pretty, I was okay at it, and then I realized I could make money from it. And then I realized, that, you know, like, before. I mean, I loved it. I loved doing it, and then I made a little money. And I was like, damn, if I could turn this into a little more money, I don't got to do other shit, you know? Because that's, that's the whole point is, like, doing something that will maintain your peace of mind while also um, giving you the life you want, you know? Not everybody going to be able to fucking follow their dreams. It's like telling somebody to play the lottery, you know. It takes a it takes a perfect mix of stuff. But, yeah, don't. <laughs> I was going to say, like, don't end up homeless. Because, I mean, listen, listen, here's the thing. If somebody got to tell you to follow your dreams, then that might not be your dream. You know? You know, because follow your, follow your dreams doesn't mean you're going to win. You know, you don't know where it's going to lead you. The whole point of following your dreams is because you can't do otherwise. Like, like you, 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 like I have, I had a visceral reaction. Like if, if, if something happened where I couldn't do standup anymore, I don't know if I could go back to corporate America. I would just jump off a bridge, you know? Uh, You know, and I'm not above working. um, I'm not above working for my money, but. All of it just seems so empty and vapid and eternal, like being stuck on a hamster wheel, but there's but there's other people that love working and they don't give it like they love being exhausted at the end of the day you know they like they love physical labor some people lo- you know what I'm saying there's accountants and shit out there they they love hitting that paperwork getting in it. You know, it's the same way that like Peyton Manning love watching film. It's some people that love the stuff, the part of the job that people hate. And that's the thing. If you love the part of the job that everybody hates, you should be doing that shit. If you love the actual work and not just the results, that's the thing you should be pursuing. Cause then it won't then it won't ever feel like work. It'll just feel like, you know, cause it's it's times where I'm telling jokes, you know, and I and, and I and I get paid and I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting paid to do this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm literally, I'm literally cashing big checks for something I was doing for, that I was losing money to do five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Catching a $25 Uber across LA to do a spot that's giving me $15 in a hamburger and a, in a drink ticket, you know? And now, I'm, now I'm paying all my bills. It's, and it's so it's and it's the same activity you know, and that blows my mind. Um, so it's like that, but that, but I love, I love comedy. Like, I love the work, not just the performing on stage. I love going home and typing my shit out and listening to my set and editing my shit and researching the subject and chopping in the bit and then going back and trying it again and having it be a little better and then doing the, whole, I love that whole shit. I love it. You know, and the it's lazy motherfuckers that don't do nothing but go up. They don't, sit down and actually do the work. And some people get away with that, just off whatever. But my point is, for sure, if you love the shitty part of the of the job, is what I'm saying. You love the shitty part of the job, then that's the thing for you. You can, you can live off that and still keep your fucking peace, you know? But uh, I hope you figure it out, Julio. Thanks for sending in the email. Um, you know, I just realized most of my advice isn't advice at all.
1: Um, <laughs> that's what makes you the champ.
0: Um, it is, it is Because the truth The truth is within you um, Man holo Let's talk about this Man arrested For the 1996 Murder of Tupac Shakur Dwayne Keffy D. Davis um, Now this was very interesting to me Las Vegas police have charged a man Over the 96 drive-by shooting Of Tupac Shakur 27 years after the rapper's death Dwayne Keffy D. Davis was taken in by Las Vegas Police Friday and now faces a charge of murder with a deadly weapon. Davis, 60, said he was one of four occupants of a white Cadillac that pulled alongside the rapper's car before someone inside rolled down its window and fired, hitting Tupac four times. In his memoir, Compton Street Legends, Davis identified his nephew, Orlando Anderson, as the one who fatally shot Tupac. Um, in his memoir, wow, my nigga, you writing... Memoirs about crimes you did? Anderson, who was a member of the Southside Compton Crips gang, died at age 23 as a result of another gangland shooting in 1998. However, a Nevada grand jury indicted Davis over the murder with Chief Deputy District Attorney Mark DiGiacomo describing Davis as the on-ground, on-site commander and shot caller who ordered the death of Shakur rather than being a bystander. Anderson denied involvement in Shakur's murder and was never charged. The other two men in the car, Terrence Brown and DeAndre Smith, are also now dead. So all you had to do was shut the fuck up. Wow, Dwayne Keffy D. Davis. Nevada does not have a statute of limitations on prosecuting murder cases. Hey, bro, you could have Googled that. You could have Googled
1: that. Oh, well, keep reading and you can
0: find out why he... Um, Clark County DA Steve Wolfson Explained how a person being aiding And abetting a murder can still be charged for it In July of this year Las Vegas police Served a search warrant at the Henderson Nevada home of Davis' wife Pamela Clemens as part of Shakur's homicide investigation Cops confiscated Several computers, laptops, and iPads from the home As well as a 40 caliber cartridge The same type as the many casings that were Covered from the scene where Shakur was shot Okay, holy shit Um, Davis said in his book that the first time he talked about Tupac shooting was in 2010 during a meeting with federal and local authorities. He said he agreed to speak to them about the shooting in exchange for them dropping drug charges in a federal case for which he is facing life in prison. Um, uh, but yeah, my nigga, but you didn't have them give you immunity. Greg Cating, a retired LAPD detective who had investigated Tupac's death, told the Post Friday, Davis provided the gun and he actively sought out Tupac with his nephew. Davis gave the gun to his nephew, who was in the car with them, and collectively, they went out and intended to shoot Tupac. He provided the gun and his nephew did the shooting, so they are equally guilty under solicitation for murder. Kading added, I am super excited because this is huge. We knew this wasn't an unsolved case, and now it looks like they have taken it to a point where they can officially close it for the rest of history. Two-box murder will not be considered an unsolved crime. Kading had interviewed Davis twice while he was a cop in L.A., In 2008 and 2009, while investigating the murders of Shakur and his rap rival, Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Christopher Wallace, who was gunned down in Hollywood. Following the shooting, Tupac was rushed to the University Medical Center of Southern Nevada, along with Knight, who was also hit and listed in critical condition. He died six days later um, of cardiac arrest. Although the shooting took place in a very visible public area, no witnesses came forward at the time. It has been heavily speculated two-box murder was gang-related. The rapper was associated with the Blood Street Gang, and earlier on the night of his death, he got into a fight with Anderson following a boxing match between Mike Tyson and Bruce Seldon. Shakur's stepbrother, Mo'prime Shakur, told CNN in an interview that he and his family have been frustrated since Davis' name has been floated in connection to the murder for decades. His theory has been looked into for 27 years why my family... My family's been traumatized. My sister, my daughter, my nieces, my nephews, we've all been traumatized waiting. Been waiting for something to happen, for someone to be proactive enough to take action. Throughout his brief career, Shakur, born the same parish cooks, sold more than 75 million records worldwide. Okay. Um, I also read that like there was footage of them getting into the altercation in the casino. Um, and then this guy literally admitted to it in his book, and it still took them another decade <laughs> cuz i think i think the, the 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 LVPD is sees this as a as a you know as a good thing for them but to me it just makes them look incompetent it's like it's like how do you you have footage of the altercation that happened shortly before the shooting and you have a motherfucker that wrote a memoir <laughs> Admitting that, telling you who it was—that it was him—and you still didn't arrest him till 2023. That don't make no sense. You know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something. All this—the self-snitching—got to stop. This is crazy to me. Why? What on, on God's green earth made you think that you could write in a book that you were accessory to a murder, and it, and you would slide? Right? That's the best story he has. He um, got yeah, so, Tupac killed. So, so I don't get... So he, he, so he got immunity from a, from a life sentence for drugs for telling them who killed Tupac.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he thought... If he didn't understand that he could be charged with the murder for giving... That he would be considered... Um, either a conspiracy charge or an accessory charge because oh, he's, yeah. just, he's probably, probably thinking, he's thinking like, he's thinking like, well, you know, I'm going to tell them that I'll, I can, I can soften the punishment for this drug charge. If I tell them who killed Tupac and it's two guys who are dead. So should be fine. I can pawn it off on them. And they're like, yeah, but now you're going to pick up a conspiracy or an accessory charge.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, imagine imagine spending the rest of your life in prison because you fucking stupid. Never talk to the cops. Uh, never. Never. Never talk to the cops, especially without an attorney. But why on earth, guys, we say this— Listen, if you know any cops, if any cops— I, there's, I have cops that are my friends— they get so frustrated when you don't talk to them. But even a cop would advise you not to talk to a cop. Even cops don't talk to cops. Cops have their own cops. The internal affairs, when they're being investigated, they wait till their union rep sitting right there. They don't talk to cops. And the ones that do, always it never helps you. It's, it's, and it's wild to me when people don't understand that. It's like, just as a rule, nothing you say to a police officer can help you. Other than being polite and cordial but when but once they invent, once they once they once they're asking you about a crime i don't answer i don't answer questions I'm sorry, I don't answer questions my apologies I can just keep it polite i'm you know, my apologies, but I don't answer questions without my attorney you know you know because nothing again you, you know when they read you your Miranda rights, they say anything you say can be used against you in the court of law, right you know what they're not telling you nothing you say can be used for you. <laughs> it's not like, if, it's not like if, a, if, a, if a police officer has some knowledge that, um, that would uh, exonerate you, they're not going to come testify on your behalf. In fact, they can't. So there's, there's, no, no, there's no amount of cooperation with the, with the law that's going to absolve you of a crime. You know, you need to shut the fuck up. Don't ever talk to the cops. You know, get and if you if you if you think that they gonna give you some kind of immunity, you make sure you get a an an attorney present. You don't just fucking do handshakes deals with the law. That's crazy. Oh man, All cops right. are
1: allowed to lie to you. They can lie right to your fucking yes, face. Yes,
0: they are. They they are allowed to lie to you within reason. Um, and uh, in order to, to 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 get a confession about you, you know, and then and here's the other thing too. They also are allowed to do things that they're not allowed to do. So what they're allowed to do is is not the scariest shit. It's what they're not allowed to do that they still get away with doing. You know? So you need to do what you're allowed to do, which is shut the fuck up. You don't got to say nothing. You don't got to say nothing. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. I'm sorry I don't, you know, because if you just don't say nothing, some, some of them might take that as disrespect and fucking try to, you know, fuck you up or whatever. But I, I'm just telling you, just be polite and firm my apologies officer i don't answer questions I'm, I'm not answering questions right and and also what have we learned when you want an attorney you just say i want an attorney don't say i want an attorney dog don't say i want an attorney homie oh yeah that the, they can, I want flip, a they can flip that on you well, i thought he was asking for a dog and i was like silly there's no lawyer dogs nah fuck that Apparently, when when your rights are in question, colloquial slang um, uh, isn't acceptable, you know? So, I would like an attorney, please. I want a lawyer. I want my lawyer, motherfucker. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, don't say motherfucker. No, no, no. Like, ah, antagonize. I antagonize. Wait a minute. We can't, how do we know if this lawyer fucked your mother? We can go get you one, but yeah, they're going to try to play that on you. So, one more. Let's do the... Airbnb tenant from hell. That's in on a light note. Airbnb tenant from hell has been living rent free in luxury home for five hundred and forty days and refuses to leave. <laughs> Holy shit! Five, why didn't you just say how long they did? What's that? That's the, almost two years,
1: right? It's a year and a half. Yeah, is that a year and a
0: half? Was three sixty five? That's more than a year and a half,
1: right? Two years would be seven hundred and thirty days, right?
0: No, that's two years is more than 730 days because 365 days. 360 so two times y- two is 720 plus 10, 730. Uh, exactly, was what I was gonna say, yeah. So, yeah, he, he's been living in there for a year and a half in a luxury mansion. <laughs> this is so funny to me. Fuck these Airbnb people. I, I, I it, They bother me because people like abuse it. Like, Airbnb was originally meant for you to like rent out a room in your house. But now people are just buying up the houses and, and treat them like hotels, or there ain't, no ain't no houses to buy. Anyway, whatever. Let's see what's going on with this guy. An Airbnb guest has reportedly been living rent-free in this guest house of a luxury home in Los Angeles. Oh, in a guest house. Okay, for more than a year and a half. But how, how do you even get away with that? Elizabeth Hirschman's Airbnb stay at the property was supposed to end in April 2022, but she refuses to move out unless the host... Pays her a relocation fee of $100,000. Man, I had this bitch killed. This reason for the bizarre situation is Los Angeles housing laws. A judge has ruled um, that uh, Jovanovic, who's the owner, has no legal reason to evict Hersham from the home located in the Crestwood Hills neighborhood of Brentwood due to the city's rent stabilization laws. The city recently... That is so Crazy. The city recently introduced a just cause ordinance which requires a landlord to have a legal reason to evict a tenant or else pay for relocation assistance. Hershorn's attorney, Colin Walshack, told The Times that Hershorn was not required to pay rent because the home had never been officially approved for occupancy by the city and claimed its shower was built without a permit. Jovanovich's attorney, Sebastian Rucci, called Hershorn the tenant from hell, adding, if she's right, the theory is that if a landlord has something that isn't permitted, then you can stay in it rent-free forever. You're right. When contacted by people, Washer called Yovanovitch's comments to the Times vicious fake news. This is a malicious smear campaign about a tenant who did not do the things Yovanovitch is telling the public she did. Um, she has not disclosed that he agreed to a long-term lease with the tenant outside of the Airbnb platform. It was never a six-month lease. Ah, see, this headline is bullshit. This made me want to close this article. This is a malicious smear campaign about a tenant who did not... I'm sorry, Walshik also clarified that he that he represents her shorn regarding the complaint filed against her by Jovanovich and that she is represented by separate legal counsel as to her claim for damages. Um... Her sole purpose is to delay her eviction, aggravate the landowner, and demand extortion money to leave. <laughs> though that's what the other sides saying. An example of her double talk is her position that adding a shower to that unit without a permit allows her to stay rent free. If she shout if the shower makes the unit illegal, then under her view, she is breaking the law by staying in the unit. okay, whatever. Los Angeles is undergoing a housing crisis, well-intended landlord, and beautiful units like Sasha after the unit's home. Yeah, I bel- so it sounds like, you know, this his side, her side, and the truth, right, is somewhere in the middle. So, so the landlord made it seem like she had an Airbnb guest that just refused to leave. But now, <clears throat> but the other side's attorney is saying the landlord agreed to a long-term lease outside of the Airbnb app.
1: Yeah, that's the part that in another article they highlight is the fact that he didn't want to pay... She wanted to stay longer. He didn't want to pay the fees to Airbnb. Mm. So they had a little side deal, and then she's overstaying this lease or whatever. It's unclear whether there's like a f- actual written lease or whatever, but Airbnb immediately just washed their hands of it. Like, well, nope, that's what you get for going outside of the... Uh,
0: Yep. Yeah. That's why I don't that's why I don't do that shit with Uber and Lyft. People will pull up and go, you know, cause you know, people will pull up to you at the airport and be like, You need an Uber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh we I will just take you. No bitch. Fuck out of here. That's the whole point of the app. Is so I ain't right, riding yeah. with strangers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah or, yeah.
0: or 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 people will pull up with the wrong license plate or it's a different car and they try to hit you with the they try to hit you with the sob story. Sorry, man, I just switched. Hey, listen. I don't know what the fucking policy is, but I'm not getting I'm getting in this car, or I'm not getting in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm getting in this car with this license plate. Now it could be the wrong color because the app will fuck up the color sometimes. But if it's the right vehicle with the right license plate and the driver look like they picture, that's the only way I'm riding. You know what I'm saying? Because I've had, I've had situations where it's like it's a man's picture and they pull up and it's a woman, or people pull up and they got kids in the car. Or motherfuckers, you know, they, they want to go off app, and I'm like, hey, man, I don't do all that. You know what I'm saying? If you turn, if you cancel the ride, you're going to let me out, this motherfucker. Or it's going to be hands and feet from the back seat. You know? I don't, but I don't play all that go off the app shit. Nah, nah, nah. You can suck my dick. I'd rather pay the extra fees. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Last thing you want to be doing is dying in the ditch, thinking, God damn it, for $5. <laughs> you know? It doesn't. It don't make sense to me. It don't make sense to me. But also, this is a this is a pretty savvy move on the part of the tenant. I'll give you that because I believe both of them. Generally, I believe that the, that the, the landlord made a, a out of app deal with this lady, thinking she was getting over. And I also believe this lady was like, "Oh, this bitch is trying to fuck me Then fuck them." You know what I mean? And I'm gonna get over. I ain't leaving. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 squatter, the squatter's rights in L.A. are, are that shit's real, you know. Um, but yeah, but also on the part of the landlord, don't do handshake deals with motherfuckers. Even if you went outside the app, you should have still did some official paperwork. You're going to just let somebody stay in your shit, knowing goddamn well. Or, may, or maybe you didn't know. Maybe you didn't know that, like, after so many days, it's like now they can just squat on you, you know. Because, so you know, it's like going off the app wasn't a mistake. Going off the app without knowing what you was doing was the mistake. You know? So and now you off the app. So that's the other thing. So now you can't even Airbnb that motherfucker. You know? But it's it's better apps than Airbnb. Airbnb is trash nowadays. I don't know if y'all realize it. Um Dude, all the they, platforms are fucking trash. Airbnb,
1: Lyft, Uber, they all fucking suck now. DoorDash.
0: Yeah, yeah. But but Airbnb specifically, like, it's only a matter of time before they fall like it's to me. It's just way better to stay in a hotel. In fact, I recently did. I went. I went to my homie's wedding. They got a giant Airbnb for everybody for the to stay in, and I, I still got a hotel. Cause so I'm like, I ain't trying to be a part of that bullshit. Like, like because because they they let the people, the the I don't know what they call them the landlords the beers, they let them, you know, tack on all type of extravagant unnecessary fees. You know what I'm saying? They had you paying a cleaning fee, and they still want you to clean. You know what I mean? And they they have it set up so they get to charge you extra shit. At, you know? And I'm it's like, I ain't with all that. You know? And the last one, the last Airbnb I stayed in, it was it was there was mold in the in the uh, in the room. And I was just like, all right, that's a wrap. It's the last one. Never again. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it costs us. It costs the same now. <sighs> actually in, in a lot of cases Airbnb is more expensive than a fucking decent hotel especially for like
1: one or two nights
0: Yeah, especially if here's the other thing too if you travel often you know it's just like airlines like you get part of one of these loyalty programs you start getting points yeah you know I mean